This podcast contains explicit content. What it do? What it is? Soul brother. What's going on, eh? This podcast is hardly focused. What's going on, man? About it. Dissecting the news one tangent at a time. When there's nothing left to burn, you have to set yourself on fire. Uh, I wanna... What? Hey, everybody, and welcome to Hardly Focused with Jack Gill and Nate Fillers. Tonight, it is just the two of us. Just the two of us. You and I. On a oh, yeah. wonderful spring Friday night. Uh, Nate Fillers, how are you? I'm good. It was warm today. It was. It, it's nice to not have to worry about snow uh, and, and bitter cold. Uh, but we're, we're also in that time of year now where that will we run the we run the risk of that happening. Yeah, always. There's always a chance. I had to be very careful I'm, about how I said that. I was uh, we won the risk of that happening. <laughs> we, oh, won the wi- we won yeah, the risk of I'm that. Right happening. Yeah. Uh, about this time last year, I believe I was in California. Last year was one of my many trips to the West Coast last year. And the day I got there, I think like before I left, I mowed the lawn. It was the first day of the year I got, I got to cut the grass. And then I, I arrive on the West Coast. And the day I get there, I get a text from Fro. And he tells me that uh, it had snowed. <laughs> it snowed significantly for it was like a rare April snowstorm. Happens all of the time. Don't you love it? It's possible. It can happen, man. It can happen. Uh, uh, well, uh, quickly on the note of things that just happened out of the blue yesterday, Nate. Did you hear the new song? I I can't believe I'm saying this. Can't believe these words are about to be uttered out of my mouth. Did you hear the new song by Pink Floyd? I didn't know it was out. Oh, I yeah. Knew, I, I saw like a thing that it, it, it was coming out, but I, uh, wow. Like, what was it? 26 years? 28. 28. Uh, close shapes. You know, six and eight <laughs> are kind of close. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll say I'll I'll let you experience it on your own. How about that? Um, okay. In for well, but it's on it's on Spotify um, and it's called Hey, Hey, Rise Up. And yeah, I, I didn't know it was coming out. Uh, I knew it was coming. I read that it was coming. I didn't realize it was coming yesterday. And um, I'll tell you this. It sounds like Pink Floyd. Hell yeah. Uh, it was, I'm tempted to just play it right now. I'm a professional. Hey, okay. It apparently flew under the radar because I'm looking at it on Spotify right now. I don't know when it went up on Spotify, but I'm looking at it on Spotify, and as of right now, it only has 7,000 plays on it. Yeah. So, uh, but it is the, I, I guess you could call it like the Division Bell era lineup of uh, Pink Floyd. It's just uh, Nick Mason and David Gilmore. So, Roger Waters, not, not involved. I don't I count I, it. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I, like I said, I, I can't, think, yeah. Like I said, I, I think Paul, it, I don't know if that means that I saw the Beatles, but you know what I'm saying, right? 
I uh, I mean, if it was Paul and Ringo playing together, I'd still call it the Beatles, you know. Um, okay. The Who? I'd still call it the Who, and it's just two of them. Shit, dude, even Zeppelin. If Zeppelin was together. Yeah. So, I would, too. You're miss- yeah, yeah, yes, you're missing uh, integral members of the band, but who, who, as long as it still sounds like the band, then who gives a shit? So, Even if it doesn't, you know? Right. Like, like it's got, there's got to be a percentage of it sounding like it, but you know what I'm saying? You'd have to be a real sack of shit, too, to, like, call this a cash grab or to, to rag all over Gilmore and Mason for doing this because the, they're doing it for Ukraine and it features a Ukrainian musician. So, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it's, I want to say the proceeds are going to charity too, like Ukrainian I relief think I read charity. That too. Yeah. So, um, you'd, you'd, you'd really have to just be the scourge of the earth to say that this is a cash grab that, uh, that because people do that when when things like this when bands like this reunite partially and, and release new music they're pink floyd they don't need money <laughs> yeah right they have a song about it and they're good they're good to go look i was comfortable enough with them in 2005 when the, the last time the four of them played together yeah at, at live it I've never seen them. I've wanted to, but I'm okay. I believe Ack saw the Australian Pink Floyd, which I know is just a, it's a cover band, but they are a very good cover band. He spoke highly of them. So I love Pink Floyd. I think Animals is like one of my favorite albums of all time. I'm just a casual Pink Floyd fan. You know, I can't like, I can't name any songs beyond the ones that you hear on the radio. <laughs> you know, I know the album. I know like most of the albums. I know the members. I know the history, but I've I've never sat down and listened to like The Wall all the way through or Dark Side of the Moon. And, and there's that that will cause peop, certain people to froth at the mouth. Whereas I also know there are certain people who have dedicated their entire lives to that band. So, yeah, that's true. The Wall is a good movie, too. Yeah, that's that era when bands like uh, Pink Floyd and The Who, uh, they were putting out like feature-length films to accompany their work. It's pretty rad. I have a on VHS in a box somewhere. I think it's actually in somewhere in the studio uh, on VHS Quadrophenia. That's a good one. My father was like insistent years ago on giving me a VHS copy and was like trying to go out of his way to find a functioning VHS player for him, and he wouldn't. He wouldn't except me telling him I am sure digital versions of this film exist and that I could easily acquire it legally or otherwise. (laughs) And he was like, no, no, no. You need to watch this on VHS on this tape. Yeah. A VHS is very clearly from God. It's gotta be from the nineties. Uh, Maybe even the 80s. I don't know. It was very clearly worn. It might even have that CBS Fox logo on it that you saw in the very old VHS tapes. I kind of miss VHSs. Like the very beginning, there's like something nostalgic about like it detuning and like trying to figure it out like in the very beginning or 
like every now and then it will just like detune a little bit like and there's just something charming about that but i mean i'm glad that like it's doesn't happen anymore of course but there's there's just something about it that's nostalgic sure yeah uh my parents were also like my father especially to get him to actually spend any money on anything was astounding so uh he gets he acquires for us our our first vhs player and he got it for free and i want to say he might have like dug it out of the trash or something (laughs) it was trash like it worked but it was not fully functional and like you're talking about the the tuner yeah he couldn't watch anything on that with it like the tuner was just out of whack and everything you played on there was just severely out of tune you could barely even see the that like the the picture was no better than like the old pay-per-view preview channels if you remember oh yeah i remember those that's a that's a real big memory you just opened yeah it wasn't until the thing started actually eating tapes that you finally convinced to go out and spend money on a uh you know a new unit uh and then jokes on him goaded him into getting a buying me a playstation 2 <laughs> and all of a sudden like, yeah, guess what i have that you don't have a dvd player Ooh. The year, two, the year 2001 was quite generous. <laughs> so, um, but uh, yeah, uh, you're a Cowboy Bebop fan. Yes. One of the best episodes of Cowboy Bebop. And I, I'm so mad that the live action series just just fumbled this violently was the episode where they have the tape that uh, Faye had recorded. And when she was a kid, you know, Faye's still trying to, like, recover her identity. And the whole episode is about them trying to find a Betamax player. Mm-hmm. That's such a good episode. And it played on uh, Adult Swim recently. It played on Toonami recently. And I, I stayed up until, like, 4.30 in the morning to watch. Yeah, again, I think it's on Netflix. And it's like, no, I want to watch this on Toonami in the middle of the night. I don't want to just pull this up and watch it whenever. Yeah, I like that episode, especially when Spike like tries to fix it by punching it, and he like smashes it. <laughs> he has it. He has it in his hands, and it just destroys it. And all of a sudden, it becomes a. They have to go on this whole dangerous near death journey to recover a, a new one. Yeah, yeah, it's such a good it's episode. Like, it's like the year two thousand seventy or something. Yeah. So and there's yeah. one person. I, I kind of like that. One person in the world that specializes in old world technology. Yeah, I love that episode. Yeah, they completely changed that episode. Um, I thought it was weird, but you know how I feel about the the different things. Like, they, it wouldn't have made sense if they just copied it, right? You know. Well, the live action. I understand where you're coming from. Well, the live sure. action version just took like. It was basically, hey, we found this tape that uh, we want to see what's on it. And then the next scene is they they have a Betamax player and they're just watching it. And there's a little yeah. Faye. I'm like, what the? No. Where's the episode? Where Where's literally everything that happens? Where's the journey to get the Betamax player? There's no way 
than on the Bebop that they just happen to have a functioning Betamax player. I, yeah, that's true. I, I feel like it was done because if you're going to put so much money into like making an episode, you want it to have more meat than they're just looking for a Betamax player. Like right. I, I can kind of see that, but there was, that's what made the anime charming is it had that space provided in it. Like that little mellowness to it. Sure. Uh, with animation too, you have the luxury of being able to just design an entire world and design all these sets and, and you can really take the characters wherever you want where they, to translate this in a live action, then I can understand then they would have to invest a degree of money into either building a set or multiple sets or, or doing CGI. Yeah. So I can understand that. I can respect that much, but I mean, you also had, what was the, the live action, like six episodes, eight episodes. And they were trying to squeeze 22 into that. Yeah. Yeah. They were, they were longer though. Right. I can't remember. It yeah, wasn't even that long ago, but <laughs> I'm like, oh, it just seems so long ago that I watched the live action version. Sure. They were like 40 minutes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They were longer than the, the anime. So, um, but still that's like 12 episodes. Yeah. Of like the original. Anyway, I don't know why they did that. I, they could have just kept it 20. They could have. Hey, but, I, I, I know, well, I know we've <clears throat> rant, raved and ranted about the live action Cowboy Bebop, and I, I will concede and defend the casting on that show. Absolutely fantastic casting. Yeah. And I feel really bad for the chick, the, the little girl that was going to play Radical Ed. Yeah. She was she was all gung-ho for that role, and it was supposed to be, season two was supposed to be all about her, and we got all of 30 seconds of her. Yeah. I really hope they revive it because I think they could save it in the second season, but that's just me. But also I don't really care like if they do mess it up. Cause it's not like it's gonna like affect my life in like a, like, you know, it's going to drain my bank account or anything like that. It's not <laughs> like, it's not going to you know, put me in the hospital or anything like that. It's sure, just, it's, it's just, you know, I'll just be disappointed or, you know, just okay. Right. Well, there's, I guess, uh, now I'm not, uh, I, I might be totally wrong on this. Maybe I should use the uh, power of the internet to confirm this for me. There's a, I want to say it's a live action attack on Titan that's coming out. I think I've heard that too. Or or one piece. Maybe it might be one piece. Uh, there's yes. One of death note. Yeah. There's a, uh, Live action One Piece coming out, so I mean, you could always you could always get your your fix on that, and that will also be on Netflix as well. I never really branched out too far in anime. Really, I just really liked like Cowboy Bebop, and there was a struggle to find anything that was on the same level as it. Like because there's like this emotional journey that you go through when you watch Cowboy Bebop. And it's not that others lack that emotional journey. It's just, it's just not the same. I don't exactly know what it is. And maybe because it's very solidly rooted in music, 
so it's got that going for it. Sure. But um, like I, I've, I, I tried Lupin the Third, which apparently Bebop is in, incredibly influenced by, and it's not bad, but it's a little bit like less um, bleak, if you will. Because there's a there's a certain bleakness to Cowboy Bebop, but that gives it its charm. But it, it's definitely more depressing than like a, a show that makes you feel like I'm going to go out there and change the world. It's like, okay, this is this is kind of weighted in reality, and there's a certain realness to it. Whereas I feel like other animes, like they kind of play with the fantasy of it all. It's weird because it's a sci-fi, but I, I just felt like it was more realistic than anything I've ever seen. Because even like movies that come out nowadays where the storylines, like everything works out, everything's perfect. You know, it, it, there, it, it was like one of the first shows that I saw where it was like, yeah, not everything goes perfect. And it, there was just, it was just, there was something romantic about that yeah it, it you have the advantage too with shows like cowboy bebop where it's literally just one season i think that's mm-hmm. the best because it's um it, it kind of gives you that feeling of like okay i want more but i also don't want more because yeah. more would tarnish this uh cowboy bebop great example you got a film out of it but that was a prequel uh mm-hmm. uh Neon Genesis Evangelion. Uh, you 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 have several films based off that, but one of which that actually you know corrected the ending to that series. But again, one season, it was yeah. absolutely fantastic. I'm very picky with my anime. I love <clears throat> staying up like all night to watch Toonami, but I like I'm like half watching it. You know, I'll have like I'll usually be like playing something on my Switch while. <laughs> while I have Toonami on in the background. I'd also like to point out that I'm 32 years old. <laughs> Here I am in my, oh, yeah. in my home just with my with my animals watching Japanese cartoons and playing video games. People my no age... Judgment. Hey, people my age have families and <laughs> other things that they're doing and I'm just like, you know, I'm watching anime and playing Link's Awakening. But screw uh, that. <laughs> screw judgment. Yeah. Live your life the way you want. I remember when I was like, when I was in high school, I used to fall asleep on the couch at midnight watching like all those shows. And like, there's, I wish I could go back to that time, but like it will, I'll never be able to fall asleep on a couch again. <laughs> I, that's what I back do. It's just like, mm. well, I also, I bought a really I have a massive sectional couch that I that like the first one of the, I, no, it was the first, not one of the first. It was the first thing I did when Kate moved out was buy a giant sectional couch. Cause I always wanted one. It was always vetoed and no one was here to stop me. So I have it. And it's incredibly comfortable and I sleep on it all the time. And, uh, when, when we first got Cooper, I remember, on, on Toonami, they were playing Ghost in the Shell every week. And one night, like, you know, fell asleep on the couch. Cooper was curled up on my legs. I wake up in the middle of the night because, you know, I can hear Ghost in the Shell. And I look over at Cooper and he's like, he's watching. He was intently watching and he watched that entire episode. Of course. And I'm like, you know what? This is, okay, this is our thing. This is what we do. And he, he'll do that. He'll, he watches uh, Cowboy Bebop. 
when he hears a theme song, he actually like I'll look over and I'll see him just eyes open, kind of darting back and forth. Like he pays attention. It's the sounds. Either the the visuals or the sounds, but he pays attention to it. That's very sweet. It's like a father son bonding moment. Yep. Yeah, my cats kind of do it too, but they're not. It's, they're cats, you know. They're cat. cats. Yeah. <laughs> um, Assassination Classroom. That is a very good show. That is, that's one that's multiple seasons, and I watch that one every week. I have the um, the manga too. The first, I have a, the first few installments of it. I think I only read through the first one, but um, that is a very good show. And uh, they're airing the final season, right? I, I, I would assume it's concluded because Toonami usually gets the stuff second run once it's dubbed. But uh, that's a good show. Uh, Made in Abyss. I like. I've been half paying attention to it, but it's good. Um, Food Wars is these are all ones I'm just like I'm throwing names out there you, I don't know if you would ever show any interest in them Food Wars is like borderline hentai <laughs> oh yeah okay it's just bizarre it's like it's a, it's like um, it's like an extreme like it's almost like a cooking competition like every week it's it's presented as a cooking competition but like in the middle of the episode all of a sudden every female on that show all of a sudden is no longer wearing clothes and there's like suggestive situations that all of a sudden occur and then they go back to making food there was one show i can't remember and it's sad that i can't remember the name of it but the premise was so effed up it was just like it was a dead man wonderland it was I don't remember what it was called. I was really was hoping like, I'd just throw that name out there and turns out it was actually it. <laughs> well, I wanted to, I wanted to look it up, but I didn't want there to be like, you know, like that, like sure keyboard thing going on. The premise is uh, this, this guy puts out like this new game and like people like log in to play it and stuff like that. But unbeknownst to them, like the only way to get out of the game is to beat it. And like, if you die in the game, you die for real. It sounds like a combination of the Matrix and uh, almost like an ooey bowl adaption. It's it's pretty it's pretty dramatic, and I didn't get too far in it because I was like, this is heavy. Because it's not just like you know, cute and fun games. This is like, oh, by the way, it's kind of it just feels. I never saw. Um, Hunger Games or Squid Games, but I, I imagine it feels similar to that. Where it's just like you 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 think it's just a game, but then it's it's the stakes are life and death. I, then again, I've never seen either of them, so I don't know. Sure, <laughs> well, uh, I'll tell you this: I tried to look for what you were talking about, and uh, it it doesn't help that the first result that came up was uh, AnimePlanet.com. <laughs> Trapped, <laughs> trapped in a video game anime. Uh, that's the tag, which signifies there are several of these. So, oh god, was it Overlord? I have. I'll have to look it up now. Okay, because there's there's several installments of Overlord. Um, but I don't know. Uh, Dead Man Wonderland's great. That's like some kid who like gets accused of like butchering his entire class, like all of his classmates, um, even though he didn't do it. And he gets sent to a prison that uh, doubles as a game show. But it's it's like, you know, the obstacles, it's, it, it, it's, what the hell is that film called? 
with Schwarzenegger and uh, Richard Dawson. The Running Man. Twins? <laughs> the, twin. <laughs> uh, the Running Man. It's like The Running Man. Uh, because if you, you fail the obstacle course, you die. Uh, and then there's also, they everyone's wearing um, like these devices around their neck that will like explode after like 24 hours uh, unless they consume what looks like a hard candy, like a peppermint. And, uh, oh, completing the obstacle course. If you don't die during the obstacle course, your reward is one of those peppermints, and it basically extends your life by 24 hours. It's great. It's a great show. It is so fucked up, but it is great. Um, the but show is called Sword Art Online. Oh, okay. Yeah, Toonami was playing that until recently. Yeah. Okay. I'm just making sure. Yeah, it's it's really it's really deep. <laughs> it's one of the, yeah, one of the many shows I've had on the background that I've that I've only half paid attention to. So it's good though. Like it's like oh, it's so. But I'm such I'm such a wimp when it comes to like some entertainment because I'm like, listen, I got a lot going on. I don't I don't need more. I don't need like me worrying about like characters that aren't real i just and i think that's the way most of america like operates which is why like american idol is so popular and they're like oh you know just people singing you know you can say this about really any any show but like anime like you got to start from the beginning if you don't start from the beginning then you're you're going to be lost immediately Mm-hmm. Uh, for sure yeah it's very difficult to just jump into something in the middle like dragon ball for example i've tried to watch the original dragon ball and i just like i couldn't get into it and <clears throat> people everyone's like you go watch dragon ball z go watch it i'm like i do i want to watch it but i'm afraid that like i'm gonna lose interest after three episodes and uh and i'm never gonna finish it and i'm gonna like miss out on on everything that everyone loves about it i watched the entirety of super in my word, was that just a, a that was like almost torture because <laughs> there's yeah. so many episodes of just like training and there's like nothing happening. It's 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 like Goku basically saying, hey, we got to we got to go uh, defeat this guy, but he's going to be very difficult to fight. So let's spend six or seven episodes just training. Yeah. Episode seven push ups, <laughs> push ups or push downs. <laughs> it's always that that the, <laughs> that now i i believe that guy's i believe it was the japanese uh a voice guy had passed on but um, <clears throat> that guy's got a very iconic voice though mm-hmm. so um that's the uh yeah that's that's me and anime so i'm just i'm i'm like a poser with it almost like i can't really like i've got my favorites 100%. but yeah I've got my favorites I'm, and I'm, I'm fully aware of it, but not, not enough to not enough to like stand in, in, inside a comic book store and have deep in-depth exchanges and debates over whatever. Yeah, I don't have the I have too much ADD to be able to, to focus on all of them. Sure. So just focus on Bebop. Ghost in the Shell is great. I will say Ghost in the Shell is very good. The original Ghost in the Shell is very good. I liked Trigun too. Oh, what good. what uh Kate and I had started watching it and it's another um it's got like a goofy name and it's another very prolific 
uh, anime that was on around the time of Cowboy Bebop. Uh, we'll remember it off air. <laughs> it's, a, it's another one of those shows, though. It's like, it, I don't want to call it the Golden Age van anime, maybe like the Golden Age of Toonami, you know, the late 90s. Anyone in our age group will associate it with. Inuyasha. <laughs> I like Inuyasha. That was always yeah. that was always the last show to play back when I'd be working at five AM on uh on weekends. Um and I had a you know, television available to me at the radio station and I'd I'd flip it on and the uh the overnight anime block would conclude with Inuyasha and I'd always watch it. I liked it. They've got. I, I never saw it from the beginning though, so I I should probably check it out. There's a sequel series that's been airing uh, on Toonami. Into Yasha. Into. I, I tried. I tried. That you was did. horrible. You did. Cut that part out. Thanks. Yeah, Yasha. <laughs> Christ. I'm just gonna call it by its uh, subtitle, Princess Half Demon. <laughs> it is the. Um, it is the about the offspring of Inuyasha and Kagome. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there because because uh, I I love comedy. Sure. And I, I'm I'm fine with you know making fun of myself, but I remember, and I again I don't have to say this story, but I remember watching Inuyasha, and then there was a scene where Kagome gets into like a bath. And she like takes her clothes off and she like sinks into the bath. And I remember rewinding that scene over and over when I was like, like 15 or something like that. I was like, oh, yeah. Ever heard of jerk mate? <laughs> <laughs> you perv. <laughs> I don't, I'm not, I'm not judging you, dude. Don't worry. <laughs> I just think it's funny that I was like, oh, yeah, because like I now I'm like, I don't understand how people can watch like cartoon porn and be like, that this is hot. It's like, it's, I don't get that. But once upon a time like that, I was I was so deprived from everything because this is when I didn't know you could just look up images. I was like, oh, the TV is the only way. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's, my, that's my story. Yeah. My coming of age story. <laughs> <laughs> I uh will not judge you. Don't worry. All right, cool. Somebody out there is, but that's okay. I don't really care. Like uh, as long as you get a laugh out of it, that's fine. I mean, don't forget there was a, you know, a period of time for uh many many humans, many male humans where uh the internet was not easily accessible or even existed, so they you'd have to rely on uh, you know, nudie magazines and uh, HBO. Yeah. Or quite legitimately full length porno films, mm -hmm. actual theaters specializing in, in pornography, which again, it's weird that you can get in trouble for jerking it there, but whatever. Uh, do I have, I don't what the I had thought I had it in the soundboard. Large Marge. Start the show over. So basically, um, what I was thinking of was, um, oh, fuck. I can't believe you've done this. I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> I have that. So. 
Uh, all right. Well, hey, you want to hear something comical? We had a whole uh, we we had a whole thing prepped for this episode, and we didn't get to any of it. And you know what? That is just fine. Hell yeah. I'm totally okay with that. I don't know about you, but I'm totally fine with that. Start the show over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Nate, I appreciate talking uh, anime with you. Yeah. I like. Are, are we? Are we done? I we this, yeah sure. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I just had Cheerios. I'm good to go for another. Like, <laughs> Cheerios will do that, man. You know what? No, there's nothing wrong with doing like a Friday night niche episode. Right on. So uh, cool. Well, I appreciate you. Likewise. Um, thank you for listening. We will return next time. Uh, with uh, stuff and things. How's that sound? Sounds great. Cool. All right. For the rest of you, we will talk at you next time. See you. Bye. Goodbye. Manifestation may not have happened.